racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. This week we have part two of the Mark Webber interview. We catch up with Jeff Witten from Australasian Rally Sport News to preview the Melbourne round of the Australian Rally Championship. And Ian Sylvester will be along to give us the winners from the third round of the Wins Australian Karting Championships. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes and the famous king springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247-7711. How much are these cars going back to McLaren with the Formula One and, and the other racing teams? No, I mean, I think AMG and McLaren work for sure. There's, uh, there's information going around there to help. I mean, if we go to a race uh, before the F1 boys do, say, for instance, like at Budapest, there was some information there which has been around, and then for sure, I mean, it helps. If it helps 5% for so Mika and David, then it's good, you know, so that's what we do. And what about your plans? Have you got a five-year plan in, in place or things just can happen so quickly that uh, you just can't plan what your next step is? Yeah, I mean, one thing I know for sure that I, I just hope that they uh, want my services next year, which would, which would be fantastic. Obviously, you can work up a Mercedes and you never know where that'll be. So we just have to, uh, just have to wait and see. I mean, it'd be, I think... I'm not ready for Formula 1 next year. Uh, I'm still learning tremendously tremendous amount now, but then I think we really are getting hot uh, for the year after, you know, so we just have to uh, just have to see how it goes. So conceivably, we could see you moving up the ladder around the year 2000. I mean, I think uh, I'd be getting close. I'd be getting uh, close to myself for, for around then. So, uh, I mean, what I'm learning now, I mean, the guys around me, it's just... Uh, I'm sure these guys, these guys actually around me now. I mean, that's how they all work. They all work as if there's a goal at the end for them as well. I'm not sure if it is Formula One for you know all the mechanics and all the guys. They will work day and night because they've all got a goal as well as much as the drivers have. So everybody works so hard, and it's so good to be involved with them. After Suzuka, then what are your movements in race wise? Um, we've got two weeks off. I think then we've got Donington and Austria, and then over to the US to finish the last two races in Homestead, um, which we know very well because we did a 24-hour test there on the banking over there, and that'll be a really good race this looking forward to. And then uh, Laguna Seca, which I haven't been there before, but I don't know that well, so he'll help me out. <laughs> mm. It sounds like Burns really taking you under his wing and, and he's giving you every opportunity to develop. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's fantastic. We talk to each other uh, a great deal. He's like a big brother to me, helps me out, helps me out a lot, and uh, he's making me, I think, a quicker race driver. At the end of the day, again, he's experienced, and uh, I mean, just everything down to when you know, when we're using these type of cars, and especially you know these type of tyres and discs, so many different compounds and things when we're testing, and we're at race meetings, the track's always changing a lot, of it. and uh, so therefore you've got to change your technique a lot, you know. So and he's He's always up to speed on that, and um, I've learned so much just in the six months on how to, to adjust your technique for different circumstances and make the most out of the track. It's really, really good. 
what rules do they have at Le Mans which they're not letting you run at the rest of the round? Okay, at Le Mans we have, um, we're allowed to run ABS brakes, so that's, uh, you can, it's an option whether you want to run them or not, but we run them for, for safety reasons, um, and traction control. Uh, also, I'm not sure on the weight restrictions for Le Mans GT specification, but I know the, uh, We've got to run a 30 mil tank under the car for GT racing, um, which I don't like, but that's, that's how it is. Uh, the reason why I crashed two days ago, actually, uh, I think the tank sometimes is a little bit more dangerous than what they, they brought it in, you know, to bring the speed down slow, which is for sure how it's happened a little bit, maybe half a tenth or a tenth in each corner, which is, which is not much when you go into the barrier anyway, but it's... Um, uh, the extra the corners makes it dangerous, but uh, yeah, that's the other thing. That's the plank, I think, traction control, ABS, um, and for Le Mans, we use a six-liter engine. Now we have a five-liter engine. The sprint specification is a bit lighter and rev harder and the quicker girl altogether. What are you turning? Uh, I got in trouble the other day for shift, and I think about nine, nine three, nine four, something like that. <laughs> and that, was that bouncing? Um, no, they just, uh, it still felt like it was going to rev more. Yeah, they, they were, I just, um, we're actually experimenting a little bit of ratio to Suzuka, so we're just doing a bit of testing, get development happening there, and I just, I just changed a little bit late, and they just, uh, you know, you know even on this, so they just, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, that, they'll give you an idea what we're moving to. <laughs> there we go. All right then, Mark, uh, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you once again. I just want to know, when, when are we going to have a chance to uh, jump in that uh, twin-seater that McLaren's got? <laughs> uh, sooner than later, you might think. For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at corplink.com.au. Motorsport News, proud partners of Inside Motorsport. Plenty of rally action happening around Australia, unfortunately. Not as much in Canberra as we would like. Jeff Whitten from Australian Rally Sport News joins us on the line. Unfortunately, the Rally of Canberra uh, won't be run this year, as all your listeners know. Uh, it's scheduled for sometime early next year. Uh, so, yes, the Rally of Melbourne will be the grand finale, and uh, I think everyone in Australian rallying is looking forward to that. Although uh, the Australian Championship has been sewn up by Possum Bourne, uh, there's still going to be some good, fierce competition down there, I think. Formula 2 is great. Unfortunately, uh, Australia doesn't have a predominance of really competitive uh, Formula 2 cars, uh, not like they have in Europe, but certainly I think that uh, we could get uh, Astras and Pulsars and things like that, uh, and even lasers uh, out of the shed or out of the car yards and, and uh, you know, compete in those because they'd be ideal for beginners. I haven't seen an entry list for the Rally of Melbourne yet, but I'm sure that uh, it will certainly be gunning for an entry down there. Uh, there are all sorts of... Uh, uh, eager and uh, ready competitors in, in Group N class, of course. You've got Spencer Lowndes and Cody Cropper and uh, quite a few other good guys. Uh, so, yeah, I think the the pressure's really going to be on for outright placings. And as I said before, people have got uh, not very much to lose and everything to gain by uh, going all stops out in this event. All right, then. It's been a pleasure once again to catch up with you, Jeff Whitten, from Australia and Rallysport News. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. My pleasure, Craig. <laughs> Ian Sylvester in a very exciting third round of the Wins Australian Karting Championships held at Melbourne in National Cartway last weekend. Bob Jones team up junior in a continental A class. Uh, Neil McFadden continued his winning streak. He didn't have it all his own way though this weekend. He was challenged very hard by a uh, rookie to the series, Max Demerick, Madelaide, Trent Alberto, uh, Jamie Carter and James Small. But McFadden sort of 
uh, pulled out the gap when you need to, and that was in the 26-foot final and, and pulled away to take a win. First-round winner, Jamie Hipcup, won the Cardos Magazine Intercontinental A-Class from Clayton Pine. And uh, David Clark, the reigning Australian champion in Formula A, took out the Formula A class. He pulled away. I uh, was challenged early by Queensland's Ryan Ledzinski, who uh, actually just finished the race but had a mechanical problem and dropped drop, drop, right back through the field. Uh, Sydney's Mark Winterbottom finished second, and uh, Adelaide's Gary Dan held on for third place. Um, probably the best race today was the Bob Jones team up senior in the Continental A class. It wasn't over until the last lap. Farmer Stadden's win. Uh, the fight for second place was uh, not decided until two laps, and there was sort of James Small, uh, Jamie Carter, Max Demerick, and you're in the Lake Club. The European Chassis back on top being Australia. Yeah, that's right. I mean, talk about hero to hero to zero. I mean, at the last round in Queensland, Nick Aglund dominated Formula A. Clint Cascart finished second in the Continental A, and this weekend, really, they'll nowhere to be seen. Clint Cascart was actually had to start the final from the back of the field, got up, I think, into the top six or so, and really couldn't do much from there. Aglund had an ordinary weekend uh, and was you know, thinking about eight positions and, and really not challenging for the lead at, at any stage. So, um, yeah, I mean, the fight is very, very competitive. And, uh, well, in Formula 8, it was a CRG car from Italy that won. Uh, Winkup was driving a techno car, another Italian car, and... McFadden in a top car, another European chassis. Mm. So, uh, yeah, the European cuts are back on top. All right, and over in America? Ryan Briscoe from Sydney absolutely blitzed them in uh, the Formula A class. He qualified half a second faster than the second fastest qualifier, and from there it was just all good night. Briscoe just absolutely blitzed. Second of three rounds of the North American Championship held in Canada, and uh, he just walked away with it, so it's great to see it. He now firms as the uh, favourite for the World Championship to be held in a few weeks' time in Italy. To contact Inside Motorsport, please send email to ravel at spirit.com.au. Thanks for being with us. I hope you can join us next time round on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra.